right? I don't I don't know how to say his last name. Yeah, yeah, so he's Dr. Yeah. Abraham. Um, and they're talking about how the next day the procedure is going to go through if everything's fine. And he brings like a bottle of like schnapps. schnapps yeah. And he like tells Steve, you can't drink. And he's like, oh, it's okay, doc. We'll drink um, after my procedure. He's like, why? No, no, I, I'm going to drink. Now I'm not having a procedure. That's on you. Yeah. Sounds like a pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's a you problem. Okay. episode of the, the podcast. podcast i'm your host cass and i'm felix and this week we have embarked uh on the beginning of a very special journey yeah and that is the marvel, marvel universe, universe. Yep. yeah <laughs> and uh this was felix's idea not that i don't love marvel movies um, but it was his idea and we decided to start it in chronological order of like the way that the movies are supposed to be chronologically ordered. Yeah. So not the terms, way they were released. No, yeah. like a regular timeline, not like the release timeline that we all saw, you know, in yeah. the movies, just the timeline that occurs throughout this universe. Yep. So with that being said. So far. The first uh, film on the timeline is Captain America. Captain America, Captain America the First Avenger. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember him somehow. He's, yeah. he's the first one. Yeah. 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 So far. We got a little bit of your favorite character, though. Bucky. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love Bucky so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I was very excited. Um but I guess let's just jump right into it, you know, beginning to end. You know how this goes, guys. Yeah. Um, so we start off and my first thought is aliens. I forgot we were watching Captain America and there's that kind of... Um, like the winter wonderland. There, Yeah. You don't even know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. No. I love how one of the guys was commenting like, oh, uh, are you guys from Washington? And it's kind of like... Yeah, no shit. I mean, who else is going to be up here? Yeah, exactly. In the Arctic circle, you know. So this is clearly present day Captain America, like phase one, not present day as in like 1930, 1940s. This is like present day, like what the universe started as. So it's we don't get the flashback until they find Cap Captain's shield, which is yes. like buried in snow, which is also buried inside like this huge like it's like a frozen ship like a frozen uh giant bomber carrier kind of thing like a huge airplane basically oh because the movie ends where it starts yeah (laughs) oh my fucking goodness to this be fair, makes so much sense yeah yeah no to be fair guys i don't think Cass has seen this movie start to finish more than once this might have been the second time i'm not a big captain america fan yeah wow yeah oh my god 
That's pretty cool, right? Like how they start. I had no idea. Because yeah. I know, I like, obviously I realized that it starts with, you know, there's the headlights and this like very thick sheet of snow that's falling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that it was present day because right after that, it just cuts to where it says Norway 1942. Yeah. So I was confused as to where we were in the timeline, but it makes sense. Mm. It makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Now that I you said see, that. I can see the confusion because they're both these Arctic scenes. You know, yeah. even when, when you see the car pulling up from the Hydra team or the Hydra people, yeah, it's just like that. Like both of these scenes are kind of back to back. You can't see shit. It's, it's snowing. It's, it's a blizzard. Right. All you could see is like little signs of, of light. Yeah. And and a few shadows here and there. So it's I, I get the confusion, but Exactly. Yeah, so that was the opening scene. Now we're in Norway, nineteen forty three. Yep. And we show up to the castle of Elsa and Anna from Frozen. And that's not where we show up. <laughs> that's not it. But okay. Yeah. I like that uh when this scene starts, there's two men speaking before uh the leader of Hydra like comes in and it just says speaking Norwegian. Also we watch everything with subtitles because I have to watch everything with subtitles because if I can't read it, I can't hear it. It's just the way the world works for me. (laughs) So we always have subtitles on. So of course, usually when there's another language being spoken, we're just used to the subtitles popping up, but they were talking in Norwegian and just said, speaking Norwegian. I was like, oh, we don't need to know what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, just that important to the plot. Speaking Norwegian, yo. That's keep it. Keep going. Also, a fun fact, the Hydra symbol is like this octopus, right? It is. It's like a red octopus. Right. And it's it's weird how they intertwine the Germans to be connected to this like oceanic animal. When uh-huh. Germans aren't really known to be very seafaring, like, people. Yes. Like, it, this isn't, like, the the Norse, the Spaniards, the Italians, the English. Um, I feel like those people are, are more known to having, like, huge armadas and, and big ships. But the Germans, you know, I mean, they had U-boats, which are, like, submarines, you know, back then. But it's weird how they, they've kind of glued these two ideologies together like german nazis with uh octopus i didn't think of it that way um i wonder where the concept of hydra came from as well as the fact that it's a red octopus yeah i mean i don't don't know. know yeah i don't know like we're introduced to them here but i don't know if it goes further back than nazi germany i don't think it does yeah i mean if anything i'll squeeze that in towards the end of the the podcast and I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. Oh, I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, do you know this? Yeah. Um, but anyways, they come in and then, uh, Schmidt, Schmitty boy. Every time they said his <laughs> name, all I thought of was Schmidt from new girl. So Schmitty comes in and he's looking for the Tesseract. Right. So one of the people that's Norwegian tells him like, Oh, the, the cube is here inside this kind of like sarcophagus kind of thing. Yeah, like the tomb yeah. of one of the... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called a sarcophagus. 
I'm laughing because I'm thinking of the Kanye song that's like, put the pussy in a sarcophagus. But anyways. <laughs> um, okay. So, sorry. Okay. My mind goes a lot of places, guys. My bad. Um, so the, the guy tells him, listen, the Tesseract is in there. And Schmidt like pulls it out. And he's like, why would you hide this? That's so precious. Yeah. In here. Like the jewel the, yeah. of Odin. Exactly. That's what they call it. So he just throws it and breaks it because he knew it was fake as fuck. He's like, mm. and then he, he starts telling the man, like, you need to tell me where this is because I will kill your grandkids. And I thought that was a pretty low blow. You're going and the all, village, like he's going to destroy the yeah. village. Like going all the way down to someone's grandkids? You That's really, dedication. Yeah. It takes time, <laughs> effort, <laughs> patience. Fool. Fool. Um, yeah, uh, so long story short, he has like four German dudes from the Hydra people pushing on this sarcophagus or this like yeah. in, enclosure. They couldn't do it. Homie's like, Schmitty, right? He's like, I got it. Say less. He's like, shoves it off. Um, and that'll play a key role later on the movie. But um, yeah. He finds it. It's not really that. He breaks he, it. He breaks it. It's like this is bullshit. Uh, then he looks at this like wooden carving, which was really cool. It was like the tree of life. Uh-huh. And then he sees a snake. He's like, I'm going to poke that snake's eyeball out. And uh, bada bing, bada boom. Which is so ridiculous. I was thinking this whole time, like, why do bad guys just always know exactly where like the treasure is? How is it that they just always know? Like, how did he look at that one wall and was like, wow, what a painting. And then was like, oh, look at the snake's eye. Wouldn't it be cool if I poked that and the tree opened up? And it, you know, he did. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So after that whole thing happens, right, um, he shoots the man mm-hmm. and he leaves. And we cut to. He blows up the town either way. Yes, yeah. correct, mm-hmm. correct. Uh, and at this point, we cut to uh, we're in Brooklyn, baby, and Mister C- Steve Rogers is just trying to be recruited or like enlist for the army. And he is so little, like he's so little, he's so skinny, and just apparently he has asthma. He's asthmatic. He's got like 17 diseases on his like form <laughs> that he keeps reapplying to. And uh, I love how in the forms they're like, okay, you're going to get recruited or not. And this is how you know. You're either going to get a 1A or a 4F. <laughs> He's stuck on that 4F. He's like, nah, you're fu- No, nah, uh-uh. So, yeah, which is also illegal. But yeah. he's like, fuck it, you know. I'll, tr- I'll keep trying. And then I think he's at that uh, movie theater, no? Yeah, he goes to the movies. He's like, oh, I'm going to pass the time. I can't get it in. Yeah. Get, so, get what in? He can't get in. Sorry. You, I was like, excuse me? <laughs> this then, is what? Not Steve Rogers. Not Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Um, so, yeah, he goes to the movie theaters and someone keeps like yelling at the screen. And like people, it's like a. It's a propaganda video for you bail bonds not bail bonds for bonds and and the war effort and yeah. I, I wrote it in quotes where it's even like even little timmy is doing his part by collecting tin yeah and i'm gonna hit you with a fun fact did you know that they also collected metals and scraps from like the garbage dumps i did not know yeah 
they realize that they really need metals to construct like aircraft and bullets and guns and everything. So they started going to the garbage dumps to recover oh, interesting. Um, metals. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one guy that's at the movies and he's just a big bully and he starts yelling. He's like, oh, like start the movie. I didn't pay to see this crap. And Steve kind of gets offended because there's people there like women and children and stuff that you could tell that their significant others or maybe other children of theirs are in the war because they are very affected by this. So Steve kind of stands up to this bully and then they end up in like the alley behind the theater and Steve tries to fight back, but he can't. I, I admire that he tried to stand up to the bully because the bully was not, um, not a small guy and Steve is a small guy. Uh, but he, is Captain America. He always stands up for what he believes in. That's his Captain America thing. Um, I also love in this scene when he's fighting the bully, there's some foreshadowing of him with the shield because he grabs the lid of the trash can and uses it to block himself. Like he's yeah. going to use the shield later on. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, he also says, I can do this all day, which... <laughs> we are both like, I can do, do this, this all day. day. You have to listen to K-pop to understand that. <laughs> but anyways, then who comes in to save the day? James Barnes. It's a Bucky. <laughs> I never knew that guy, That was his name, actually. James Barnes? I knew that. Mm. I don't know shit about Captain America, but I knew his name was James Barnes. Yeah. I know a little bit, you know. And yep, he comes in. He kind of saves the day because he's kind of annoyed that Steve keeps getting into these situations. But he understands Steve also. Yeah. Like he's annoyed, but he is, but he's his best friend. So it's like a, he's like, uh, I already know who he is, but like, damn, bro, stay out of like trouble. Yeah. Cause like Bucky, I don't know. I think Bucky's like what, 5'11? He's not a small guy. And then you see like his, bo- his boy who keeps getting into fights yeah. is probably like, Five five, not even five five. He looks smaller than five five. I think he's he, like, at like this point. He's he's like five two. He's like I think he's five feet. Yeah, like he's tiny. He's like ninety pounds. Yeah, small so dude. It's just like, hey, I get it, man. You know, you're you're fighting for for what's right, but yeah, it's rough. And then Bucky now, like he tells Steve, like, oh, I'm enlisted. I'm assigned to the 107th Infantry, which comes into play a little bit later. 107th Infantry. Um, so because Bucky's all excited that he got into the 107th infantry, words are hard. So he invites Steve to like go dancing with these girls. He's like, Oh, I got like a double date for us. Let's go to the, I think it's like the the world's World's fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So they go over there. And of course here we also get to see Mr. Howard Stark, who is, uh, Iron Man's dad. (laughs) You could hear Vader meowing. <laughs> yeah, we have, a, we have a cat in the other room. He's like, meow. I don't know if you guys <laughs> could pick that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hear him in my headphones. So I was like, oh, everybody can hear him. But yeah, you get to see Mr. Howard Stark because he's trying to like demonstrate the a flying car. That's what mm-hmm. he's promoting, right? Yeah. So, and then Steve tries to run away and turn in another application to be in the army yeah 
And, you know, Bucky, of course, is still kind of annoyed, but he's just like, all right, good luck to you. Like, I'm out. I'm going with these girls dancing. It's my last night. So um, at this point, right before this, you see someone who they don't announce to you yet, but he's kind of, you know, eavesdropping Eavesdropping, on the conversation Mm -hmm. between Bucky and Steve, where Bucky calls out Steve and says, you've applied for like the army like a billion times. Yeah. Like how many different things are you going to go under? Yeah. Right. And he's like, where where are you really from now? Are you from like Long Island? Are you from New Jersey? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Also, I was a little bit annoyed. This is like, I'm going back one step. But when Bucky and Steve are with the two girls, the girl doesn't seem interested in Steve. It's fine. You don't... I get it. It's a blind date, you know. She yeah. didn't, she didn't know what she was signing exactly. up to. Exactly. Yeah. But then he tries to be polite and offer her like some of his peanuts. snacks. Yeah, like some yeah. of his peanuts. And she gives him the most disgusting look. Like, what is your issue, ma'am? Yeah. yeah. He was trying to be so nice. Like, you it's don't want food. any? That's fine. You could yeah. say no. But the attitude for what reason? It's not like your your date was being an asshole. He was being the nicest person. Yeah. So we don't like that. I didn't like that. But anyways. Um so we're back at the, the clinic, exactly. I guess, where they're doing the examination. Yeah. And then um, the doctor that's doing the examination gets pulled aside. He's like, oh, give me one second. And Steve gets nervous because he thinks that it's like uh, something illegal is going to happen to him. Yeah, because there's a, there's a fat sign behind yeah. him that says like, uh, you know, falsifying documents is illegal. Yeah, I don't like, know if I said something illegal is going to happen to him. That's not what I meant. Yeah. I think that's what I just said. Yeah, no, no. I just I just wanted oh to clarify God. that like this this huge sign literally right behind him while he's getting examined. It's like falsifying documents. It's illegal, yeah. Illegal. 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 So, you know, he gets nervous. He's like, damn, did I get caught? You could tell that's like the expression written on his face. Yeah, he was ready to bolt out of there yeah. too. And then the doctor comes in. And this is not the same doctor as before. We This is the guy that was eavesdropping, right? Mm-hmm. And he says his name is Abraham Erskine? 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 I know it's Abraham. Dr. Abraham Erskine, I want to say. I could be incorrect about how you pronounce that. I'm so sorry, everybody. Uh, but he kind of talks to Steve and he's like, you know, he knows. He knows that Steve has falsified. More yeah. than one application. Yeah, he calls him out on he it. He calls him out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, then why do you why do you want to do this? Yeah, you want to go kill Germans? And he's like, oh, I don't want to kill anyone. Of course not, because he's Captain America. Yeah. Captain America is not that I dislike Captain America. Let's get something clear. He is just too good. And they, the characters that are always just too good don't, capture my attention there's a lot of people that love captain america that's like their favorite yeah and like that's fine mm-hmm. but i need some sass i need some pizzazz i need some attitude in there like just like superman i don't like superman because superman's so such a goody goody i don't know i it doesn't do it for me all yeah. right guys so so of course he doesn't want to kill anybody because he's too good he's captain america oh my goodness okay let's continue so um he kind of mentioned something about that he wants to fight against bullies because like he's been bullied and he's like, bully is like, I don't want to kill anybody, but like people need to stand up to bullies. And that's what like the Nazis are is yeah. essentially what he says. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So um, he does get accepted. Like his application does get accepted by Dr. Abraham. And, you know, now I think we're back to, I think it cuts back to Schmidt, Schmitty boy up in the Alps. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has the Tesseract. The Tesseract now. And he kind of tells his, the Scientist. doctor next to him, yeah, that, you know, like, this is like an unstoppable weapon. You don't understand. We're going to have all the power. Yeah. He's like, we're not going to change the war. We're going to change the world. He has like this world mentality. Yes. From, you know, something about like, uh, you know, we're, we're beyond this. We're, we're gods now. Yeah, um, exactly. Anyways, that's not really the important part. No, it's not. But yeah. now we go back to Steve and he's just enlisted into his basic training. Yeah. And we get to meet, uh, I think, one of the best characters, Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Who's like the, the sergeant or whatever. Colonel Chester Phillips. Mm-hmm. The sass on this guy. And one of the other best characters is coming up, Miss Peggy Carter, because she is a baddie. A baddie. We stan Agent Carter. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Tommy Lee Jones' character is also hilarious. Just too much. Too much. I love it. Um, <laughs> Here's a point where I think Steve is just struggling through basic training. Uh-huh. And he's just like, oh, I don't like Tommy Lee Jones, right? He's like, well, maybe I thought he'd be useful to you. He's like a gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> he like says some such crazy shit i love it um at this point um uh, they're like they're starting their training right and this is when agent carter shows up and there's one guy that's being super duper disrespectful steve is already hard eyes over her he's yeah. just staring at her you could see the love in the yeah. eyes that's so the guy's like rapey yeah he's like rapey she's like what did you say and then she punches him straight in the fucking face and i'm like yes bitch okay so then you find out that they're in, I think it's called the Strategic Science Reserve, which is where they're trying to make people into like super soldiers, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so they're doing all these training things, you know, like they have to climb things. They have to go under the barbed wire. They got to run. They're doing a bunch of things, which is not super important. But just so you know that they're like in training. Yeah. And then and then this is probably one of my favorite scenes from the whole movie. And it's when their um, instructor says, hey. um, Like first guy to get the flag. Yeah. First guy to get the flag. Like they get to ride in the car back because they're like halfway through their mile or whatever they're running. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the the colonel and uh, Peggy are in the car watching all the the soldiers because they have to figure out who they're going to choose to be this like test super soldier right Mm -hmm. so um they say the first one that gets the flag at the top of the flagpole you get a ride back with uh miss carter and (laughs) agent carter sorry i don't want to disrespect but everybody tries to climb it everybody like nobody can get it and all of a sudden they're all walking away and the instructor yells at steve they're like hey rogers get back in line with everybody else and steve pulls out the pins from the bottom of the flagpole, lets it fall, and then grabs the flag. And he, like, gives it to the instructor. And he's like, I'm going to, you know, I'll be taking yeah. this ride. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. You guys enjoy the, the run back. Yes. That, along with the next scene, kind of, which I, obviously, I haven't seen Captain America in so long. And I, I, 
always kind of just like disliked him in the Avengers. Not dislike. I just think when you watch the Avengers as a whole, he's one of the, the ones that least grabs my attention. Along with Iron Man, which is also a controversial opinion. I'm so sorry, everybody. But whatever. Maybe when we rewatch the Avengers, I'll have a completely different opinion. Who knows? Um, That's what it sounds like in this movie. Right? I, I didn't dislike him. Um I loved right after this. The grenade scene? The grenade scene. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. What a little freaking cutie. My whole heart. Because the colonel, like Tommy Lee Jones' character is like, uh, no, the doctor tells him it's not about strength. It's about who also has the smarts and who's the bravest, who's going to actually act on things. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you want to see action? Let's go. So he gets a <laughs> fake grenade and he tosses it into the group while they're all doing, I think like jumping Push jacks or something. Or something. Yeah. Right. And More basic training. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, grenade everybody. And every one of the men scatters, hides behind somewhere, except for Steve Rogers, who leaps on top of it and also just starts yelling. Sorry, I almost dropped my mic. I hit it. <laughs> he also starts yelling like, get away, everybody back up. And at this point, you you understand you understand why he is like the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't the strongest, clearly, and he wasn't the tallest, but he showed his smarts with the pins. And also he makes a lot of witty comments throughout, which just shows you his intelligence. Um, and then his bravery, his bravery. He really want like, he is not a soldier that is all talk. He is all kind of action. He's going to be there, you know? Um, so they decide that that's who's going to be the, the super soldier. Um, the next scene is funny because it's him with like the doctor, Dr. Abraham, right? I don't, I don't know how to say his last name. So he's Dr. Abraham. Um, and they're talking about how the next day the procedure is going to go through if everything's fine. And he brings like a bottle of like schnapps schnapps, and he like tells Steve, you can't drink. And he's like, Oh, it's okay, doc. We'll drink. Um, after my procedure, he's like, why? No, no, I'm going to drink. Now I'm not having a procedure. That's on you. Yeah. Sounds like a PP. Yeah. He's like, that's a you problem. Okay. Yeah. We find out that he's actually from Augsburg, Germany. Yes. And you do we, more of his backstory. And he clearly, clearly didn't agree with, uh, Schmidt. Yeah. And Hydra. Yeah. And he's like, I just, I, I said no. And I just, I dipped and now I'm, I'm, I'm in New York. But you find out that, like, Schmitty injected himself on purpose mm-hmm. with the serum, but that it didn't, it didn't... It amplifies everything in It somebody. amplifies everything. Yes, exactly. So if you're bad, you become He's worse. Bad, bad, bad. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Schmitty's also, like, super evil, which, I mean, like, you know that already, but just fun fact. He's just, like, an evil fuck. I really just... I don't like his face. None of them. I don't like none of the faces. Yeah. None of them. The, the yeah. doctor... Yeah. Schmitty. Uh I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like their faces. It's fine. Um, So we go to his procedure. Yep. He's ready for his procedure in the morning. They have to like pass through an old antique shop to in the back is where the the procedure is going to be held. Um, You see like Mr. Stark, not Tony Stark, but Howard Stark there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The colonel, um, the doctor's there. And I think he goes in with uh, agent Carter. So she's obviously there. Um, so, you know, I like that when they're giving him his shot, 
<laughs> they're giving him like they're gonna start the procedure and he gets his first shot and he's like that barely even hurt and the doctor's like that that was the penicillin that that's that's all I gave you. Like, yeah. Yeah. that no, wasn't no, no. even the that beginning. It wasn't even the start of it. That yeah. was just like a prerequisite. So ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Also, they have to have like a, a secret code to get into the back. And you realize like um, it's because the back is where they're going to do the procedure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just an antique, yeah. antique shop. It's like, oh, Which love- is funny, too, because they show up there and they're like, oh, what are we doing here? Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, lovely weather we're having. And then Peggy's like. I always like to carry an, umbre- an umbrella just in case or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And now he gets in the, the capsule. It, like, closes. You get, like, the Vita rays. You get everything that's going on. And I like that at this point, like, they get to 70% and he starts, like, yelling. And they're like, stop it. And he's like, no, keep going. I'm like, okay. I get it. Like, <laughs> maybe he's not. You're that a good bad. guy. I get, I get it. it. It's fine. Fuck. Whatever. Um, and then he comes out looking swole as fuck. But most impressively, his pants have grown to his size, which I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Stretchy, don't know. stretchy material, latex. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. I don't yeah. know because the belt also loosened a few loops as well. I think he has a belt on. Yeah, he does. He does. Okay. We don't but focus anyways. about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then after you find out that one of the people, like they're starting to celebrate the procedure, but you find out that... Um, one of them is a German spy. Yeah, he's a German spy and he shoots and kills the scientist and the old lady that owned the antique shop. And He steals, um, he tries to steal part of the serum. Yeah. Also, though, like... At this point, Agent Carter shoots the guy that's driving him from, like, super far, and she kills him on the first shot. Yeah. Baddie. Baddie, okay? Uh, Yeah. I love how he escapes this area, and there's a bunch of, like, military police. Yeah. Everybody's missing, you know? Yeah. Stormtrooper vibes. But not Agent Carter. She got that shit. No. All right? And there's a scene here just after this where he tries to steal, or he does steal a taxi car, and the taxi car driver has such a thick accent you know he's just like hey what are you doing hey this guy's been shot yeah <laughs> it's just, he yeah this one he tries to like run over peggy but then steve like gets her out of the middle of the way yeah, yeah. um and then steve keeps running after him yeah. um the guy tries to like kidnap a kid but then the kid it's so funny he drops the kid in the water instead of shooting him and then like steve, literally you were like oh i hope he could swim uh, yeah i was like i hope he can swim and the kid's like don't worry about me. I can swim. I was like, oh, thank you for answering my question, child. Yeah. Um, so then Steve keeps running after him. What's up with his like underwater, like Batmobile type shit? Oh, like, that's he, right. He, also, the way that he's activating everything is through a Zippo lighter, which is like crazy. Like he activates the bomb, Zippo lighter. Uh, he's like activating this Batmobile, Zippo lighter. Like this is crazy. I don't know. You want to know what's even crazier? The fact that if you guys... Go rewatch this movie and notice that Steve Rogers has run through all of Brooklyn and his feet look, you know, not perfectly clean. Like he just got out the shower, but maybe like you walked around your house barefoot for like a few minutes. They are not dirty enough to have walked through all the streets of not even walked, ran, ran through all the streets. Yup. Correct. The streets of... That was a weird way the to say streets. streets. 
of Brooklyn. You need water? I, I don't know what I need, actually. <laughs> I am i don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Also, in this chase scene, I'm pretty sure in this chase scene or the next scene, they show Captain America comics. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. It's the one after this. It's after when he gets when, like famous. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because they, they need to... After this, and yes. they're like, "No, we're not gonna let." Sorry, Tommy Lee Jones is like, "No, are you crazy? You're experiment. Like, I'm not gonna let an experiment on my team." Yeah. And so then this other dude's like, "Hey, do you want to do something meaningful?" Remember? The guy was oh, like, "Oh yes, the propaganda." The bonds, yeah. Yeah. Um, but before this, when when uh, Steve kind of captures the person that killed the doctor, um. Oh, he, he breaks like that teeth. Yeah, he has a cyanide. Yeah, and then he's like, "Hail Hydra," and then dies. That's it. Um, so then Schmidt, you come back to like Schmidt, and he's still talking about how like the Nazi party. He's not gonna listen to them. He's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. Apparently, he's like, "There's magic, and there's the occult, and I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want." And he like vaporizes these like officers. Um, and somebody refers to him as the Red Skull, and I don't think you've seen that he's the Red Skull yet. Um, no, you've only gotten a glimpse so far. You got like a shadow. Like a, yes, that's what like I something noticed. Behind his, he keeps he has like all these red lines like here mm-hmm. and like his ears. That's not that guy's like skin. I hope that it was like done on purpose because no, I don't I, mean to insult him. Yeah, no, no, I, th- I think it's done on purpose. Like the line here, I know is done on purpose. Like but by his like, jaw. But then, like his ear attachment to his face is weird as well. Nah, I'm pretty sure it's like okay, okay, yeah, because you you could see it towards the end of the movie where he peels, yeah, part he of peels, it back, yeah. yeah, okay, um, yeah, so yeah, he kills everybody, but now we're back to um, the I think like the colonel and doctor and Agent Carter are um, they're trying to like figure out the remains of what happened in the lab, and um, Steve is just. You know, he wants to go to the front lines, like you were saying. This is where you're at. He he wants to go to the front lines. The colonel's like, no, you need to, like, be in the lab. We need to, like, run more tests on you. He's like, I don't want to do that. I, Why was this done to me if I'm not going to go be a soldier? Yeah. And that's when, like, somebody, um, like, tells him, you can promote war bonds if you sign up with, like, the United Service Organizations. And that's what he does. That's when he gets the name Captain America after he gets, like, a theme song and he gets girls that sing and he gets a costume. Cringy fucking... So cringy. (laughs) So, so... Yeah, no. It's like some carnival type shit. But then it's cute when you see the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show's not, not cute. No, 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 no. But the concept of like him becoming yeah. famous and having the comics. Yeah. I do love the scene. You know, he goes touring. They show like all the cities. It's like Chicago. Um, no, do they do states or cities? I think they do states. It's like Illinois, Indiana. Blah, blah. Anyways, Sorry. my favorite shit was actually when he gets sent to Europe. When he, he's like, come on, guys, I'm on the same team here. And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> nice boots, tw- Tinkerbell. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I love I love when they say that. Um, They're like yelling like bring the ladies. Yeah, I just thought it was cute that they had like the comics. Yeah. Um but then after this, oh, I think he goes to Italy. That's where he is. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Um and then you know, he he gets to see Agent Carter again and she's like, "Oh, these men are just like they're done with your bullshit because 
pretty much um, everybody in the 107th Infantry has been killed. And yeah. he's like, Killed or captured. What? Yeah. He's like, no, no. He like runs to see the colonel to find out if Bucky's named on the casualty list because that's his best friend. Um, <clears throat> and he just goes in like he they think these men are being held. And she's like, here's a map. And he just goes in. He puts on his army clothes and he's like, I'm going in. That's it. He just goes Goes in. Yeah, he goes solo dolo. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because like <clears throat> through the 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 colonel's like, no, you crazy? Like they're behind enemy lines, and so he asks. Uh, Sorry, it's okay. Did you put him outside? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I gotta switch my feet. Ah. Uh. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah, are we almost done? We're funny. We're funny. <laughs> okay, I'll part. I'll say that part again. Um, at this point, I just feel like Captain America is the embodiment of being a great friend. He is amazing because um, he's doing all this just for his friend, and he does end up showing up with like a whole gang, I believe, to take down. Um, or is that after? No, no, no. So here he's just by himself. He he gets. Oh, that's right. He that's gets right. out of the airplane. He flies into the the not the encampment. It's it's like a factory. Yeah. And he breaks everybody out of there, and then it's sort of you sort of get like the resemblance of a team because um, we get to know a little bit more about like the like the the British guy. Yes, this is. I'm sorry. I was I was so ahead because first he just goes and breaks everybody out, including mm-hmm. Bucky. Yeah. Um. And then after that is when he picks a team of people from there and they keep going to all of Hydra's bases yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much to, um, yeah, because still, uh, yeah, it's basically he breaks in, he likes, he like hits some heads and then he finally finds Bucky at, yeah. at the very end that yeah, he's exactly. being like, uh, experimented on whatever. Yeah, exactly. And so, then you're right. Then they go to, they, they end up at London. Yes. And then here, um, they. This is when he's like, I want to make a team, mm-hmm. and I want to take down like the rest of these Hydra bases, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, Can I stop you there, right there, yes. real quick? So I don't know if you noticed, but in London, uh-huh. as they arrive or like as they're like peering through with the camera, uh-huh. the skies are filled with balloons or like hot air balloons. Do you okay. remember this? No, I don't remember. No. Okay, so the skies are filled with what they call barrage balloons. Uh-huh. It's a large, uncrewed, tethered balloon, mm-hmm. and it's used to defend like ground targets. Um, it's like defending harbors, factories, anything of importance. And it's because you know, obviously, aircraft would come in. They would either like dive bomb or they would either like drop bombs. And then instead of hitting like the target, which would uh-huh. be like the factory, it would hit the hot air balloons. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, and so they're called barrage balloons. I had no idea. Back to you. Uh, no, nothing. I was just saying that uh, I like the the group that he assembles, and then they go and they try and take down all these different Hydra facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, we even get a good little Stan Lee cameo in between all this, which mm-hmm. is always fun. We yeah. love Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. <clears throat> and then uh, at one point, I'm pretty sure... Um, Captain America gets back to the base, right? And he's waiting to meet with um, the colonel. But the colonel's in a meeting with someone else. And then this girl, I don't know who the fuck she is. I don't care for her name. 
either. From Game of Thrones? Yes, yeah. but irrelevant. Mm-hmm. She just starts talking to him. Well, first she's super rude because she doesn't realize who he is. And then he's just like, okay, no worries. Like, I'll just wait here because he's a polite guy and like not like... Uh, weird or rapey? Not only not weird or rapey, he's very humble. Yeah. he He's a very humble man. He's not uh, very like gaudy or loud. Um, so he's like, okay, no worries. I'll wait. And he just stands there to wait. And this is when she's like, oh my goodness, you're Captain America. Like, let me help you. This is on behalf of all the women in America. And then. And since they're not all here, I'm going to be, I'm going to be here. And she just (laughs) kisses Captain America after like the little speech that Peggy gave him the night before when she was in that, like, I feel like that's when she's like this gorgeous red dress or something. Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Yeah, because uh, they're at the they're at the pub, exactly. And then here, Bucky also tells. Uh, so Bucky, Steve, and Peggy are there. Yeah. Bucky keeps trying to talk to her, and then he's like, "Dear God, I'm turning into you. This is like a horrible dream." Yeah. Because he gets he keeps getting ignored by Peggy. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. So. And then. Um, Here's where then like she sees them right. Yeah. And she storms off, and then he has to go talk to Mister Stark. Right? About uh, yes. what fondue is. Yeah. He talks... Like, the next scene is just him like, what's fondue? And he's like, it's a cheese and bread thing. Yeah. And he's like, what? I thought it meant whatever. And then after this, this is... At this point... Like the, the It's like when he's... Yeah. When he's choosing his shield. So that's why he's already talking to, to Howard Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he has all these shields and uh, Captain picks up his... Like the circle one, that's his traditional, like iconic shield. Yeah. And uh Howard's like, no, 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 like not that one. And he's like, why not? And he's like, oh, like that one's made out of like vibranium, vibranium, but it's supposed to hold, it's really light, but super resistant. And um He's like, he's Hey like, Peggy, look at this. What do you think? And she grabs her gun and just shoots like three bullets at it. And she was just like, Well. Yeah. It passes the test. I think it works. I was like, you know, <laughs> Peggy might be a little upset still. Just just a little bit. Just a little bit. And she and then the next uh scene is like they're watching um Steve um and the group. I think they're trying to finally attack like the Red Skull at this point. And they're kind of they've got in video of them and you see his compass has a picture of Peggy in it, which is like so stinking cute. Um, all of the Red Skull's bases are getting taken down. Oh, because they have already captured the scientist that's his homie. And then the scientist, he's like, listen, you gonna speak or you're not gonna speak? Because either way, uh, like the colonel tells him, either way, he's gonna think you spoke, so you're dead. Yeah. So just you can either yeah. let us know or not. <laughs> again, again, here's probably one of my favorite characters. The colonel. Fucking colonel. Because <laughs> homie comes up with like milk, like a tray of food, right? It's like broccoli, steak. Milk. Milk. I don't know if there's anything else, but those are the, the key takeaways. Yeah. He gives it to the to the scientist. The scientist is like, well, what's in that? And then the, the colonel's like, beef. <laughs> like, he's like, yo, what do you mean? Like, there's red meat. Yeah. Like, you know how hard it is for me to get you red oh, meat? Oh, he was like, he was like. And what's in the steak? And he's like, cow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, sir, that's it. So then I guess at this point, the, the scientist didn't want to eat. He's probably like, oh, they're going to poison me. But Tommy Lee starts eating the steak on his own. He's like, all right, well, then don't eat it. I got yeah. this. Um, 
And this is when he spills. And I think he tells him, oh, you know, the Red Skull has all of these other bases that he could possibly be in. So they're taking them all down one by one to try and figure out. Well, first they're trying to figure out if they could take them down before the Red Skull gets there because he's not in the bases yet. Yeah. He's just, he's like, oh, these are all the places he probably will try to like continue his plan from. And then they're trying to see like if they can also get him. Um, so, and then we get to one where they are, um, they're like on a train, right? Yeah. It's like a train. Yeah. So they've, they've already sort of destroyed most, if not yeah. all the bases. I think there's only one base left, but yes. they realize that they caught in a message. like a cryptic message where, <clears throat> uh, Schmitty mm. might be on the train. Yes. Correct. And then here's where I also realized, and I told I told you, Cass, right? Where I thought not it was, me, the audience. Yeah, no, not not the audience, <laughs> like you. But um, where I thought it was kind of cool that they actually made this very inclusive. Oh for yes. the time, because the team is basically it's not just all white guys. Like, like I feel like you watch um, Band of Brothers or you watch like any other WW two movie, and it's pretty much just white guys. I don't watch World War Two movies. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But here, like you get like. <laughs> You get like a British guy, you uh, get like an Asian guy, you get like an African-American, you get a guy with like Irish background, and then also Peggy, who's not in the scene, but she's also like a really yeah. big part of the team. Yeah. So I thought British. I was like, shit, you know, like, it's very... Yeah, they kind of included everybody. I like yeah. that. Yeah. When you mentioned that to me, I was like, oh, that that's pretty cool. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, so now they're fighting. They're fighting on this uh, train. Yeah, this like icebreaker train looking thing. You want to know what happens? I'm going to tell you what happens. <laughs> Bucky falls. Oh, it's at this point that they get the 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 doctor. They hadn't gotten him before. They get him once Bucky falls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I fucked up. My bad. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because that's when like when he when the the guy goes into the the colonel goes into the cell he's like my boy just lost his best friend and he thinks it's on you so (laughs) um it's true that's what he says um but bucky falling was so sad my heart shattered if i didn't know how this continued i'd be very sad i'd be even sadder um so then tells him where the actual base that the the Red Skulls in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like the only remaining Hydra base pretty much yeah. is. Um, then, um, you know, you've the next scene is Steve Rogers at a bar and he's really trying to get drunk, but you realize that he can't get drunk. Yeah, his metabolism burns four times faster. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then by having a dance, but then the scene kind of cuts and you see that um, Captain America is like preparing his team. They got to go take down the Red Skull because, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I like that at this point, once again, he says all day. I do remember this. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can do this all day. Um, I forget what he says that about, though. But I know that this is kind of like the fight that starts happening. And... um. 
the Red School kind of asked Steve, what makes you so special? He's like, nothing. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn, which I thought was cute, too. We, we love a good humble, humble cap. Um, and then we see that there's like all these um, soldiers are trying to like kill the Hydra soldiers. There's just a lot going on. Um, and I also think that, uh, agent Carter's just a bad bitch once again. Um, yeah. So they go through like the the final base. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And there's like this giant, like crazy shootout scene. Yeah. Long story short, uh, the red skull's like, I need to get on this giant plane. Yeah. Like that's it. This is, this is the very end. And he's, like, the one piloting the plane. There's, like, very few henchmen, I guess. Yeah. And he's, like, taking off. Mm-hmm. Captain's, like, chasing them. Yeah. Obviously, he can't chase a plane. It's about to take off. And so Peggy and Colonel, uh-huh. they get, like, that tricked-out Mercedes that Hydra. That car's so beautiful. Yeah. It's, like, this tricked-out convertible Yeah, that has nice. pretty much boost, like, Nas from, you know... <laughs> Fast and Furious. I was going to say that. Uh, And I think here's another, just another fantastic scene, guys. Tommy Lee Jones kills it again because Peggy grabs Captain in for a kiss. Captain turns around, looks over at Tommy Lee Jones, and he's like, I'm not kissing you. (laughs) (laughs) And this is when he hops to try and like get on the plane and he makes it. He like grabs onto like one of the wheels or like the bottom. Yeah parts um and this is when he also once he gets onto the plane like actually inside it he realizes that the main missile is heading to new york and he's Mm -hmm. like no 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 well it's it's a aircraft carrier that's Uh a giant plane that has these other little planes that Uh are like but they're like plane missiles plane missiles yes exactly which also fun fact i told you but those little planes Uh are based on actual like designs from World War Two, and uh, they were they didn't get into production, but they were like you know testing, and also the big Unabomber, like the big one that yeah. they're all flying in, is also you know yeah. from real life. So yeah, fun fact. Just shout out to Felix for being so knowledgeable about this stuff because I I don't know this is not something that I know a lot about. It's never piqued my interest. But Felix, he knows all about it. And, like, I admire that. So, great job. Thanks for all these fun <laughs> facts. I'm sure me and everyone else listening appreciates them. Um, so, but, yeah, he realizes that one of the missiles is heading for New York. So, he kind of hijacks that missile to then try and um, get the guys out of it and just kind of make sure it doesn't hit New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, you know, there's already, like, out of there. Yeah. And then it turns out that, like, the henchmen flying, Captain America and the other henchmen are on this plane that have already departed from the major plane. Yeah. And Captain's like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Like, get out of here. Yeah. So he blows that, like, sealant out. Yeah. He, like, throws them out, and then he gets it in. He, like, pilots, and then he crashes back into the main plane. Yes, which he gets on. Mm-hmm. He gets on the main plane again. Um, and he, at this point, um, 
they touch like the the tasser the tesseract the tesseract <laughs> and at this point it starts like glowing super bright and it seems like the red skull just like disintegrates into nothingness yeah um which then uh captain realizes that he can't stop the plane because he crashed into it it's not working and he's talking to doctor doctor i keep calling her doctor agent carter the the whole time until there's just static and it's so sad because they're talking about oh i'll meet you next saturday for this date we'll finally dance and it's just so sad and then you know you can hear only static pretty much mm-hmm. um and then at this point um it's like a flash he's like in the back in the current timeline yes he wakes up in like this uh I don't know, like this fake room, this, yes. um, I don't know how else to call it. Yeah. Like a fake room. There's a radio playing, there's a baseball game going on yeah. and we don't find out immediately, but he's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like this is the, what's going on. Cause I was at that game. Yeah. And so one of the, you know, quote unquote nurses comes in. She's like, Oh, Hey cap, uh, how you feeling? And he's like, where am I? Yeah. And he loses his shit because he's like, no, you're you're lying. He he like, but he does like a roundhouse kick. He opens, and then we find out that it's actually a bigger room. And yeah. then he storms out of there. He's like by Times Square. Yeah. He turns around. He's like looking around. He's like, what the heck is going on? And then you meet Nick, Nick Fury. Fury. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like he's like, oh, you've been asleep for seventy years. It's like, and he's like, oh, I had a date. My whole heart shattered. And um, there's also a point here where... Um, like post credit scene? No, or? no, this is still the movie. Where Howard Stark is with people and they're looking for the ship that had crashed and they find the Tesseract. I think they find it underwater. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, perfect. It's underwater. And they bring it up. He's like, okay, perfect. And at this point, I think something happens where... He's like, okay, well, we keep looking. And they tell him, well, there's no sign of a wreckage. There's no sign of a crash. And he's like, keep looking. So it shows that he's still, like, obviously back in the 1940s, he still thought, and maybe he is the reason why Captain America was found. I mean, I don't know. But he he um, really pushed for everybody to keep looking. He was like, Captain America has to be here somewhere. Yeah. Um, which sucks because actually the Tesseract burns through the hull of the ship. Yeah. And that's why like, he couldn't find yeah. the aircraft. Yeah. Um, and then, then we go to, a, now the movie's done. The movie's done. It ends with you know him realizing that he's been asleep for 70 years. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's a Marvel movie, so he needs some post-credit scenes. Um, so the first one is... It's pretty much, yeah, there's two, I would say. But he's yeah, just like... The boxing. Yeah, he's boxing and like he, he knocks the bag off of like the chain, sends it across the room. And then um, he kind of is like, oh, Nick Fury comes in. He's like, having trouble sleeping? <laughs> and then Steve's like, bruh, do you have like another mission or not? And he's like, yeah, I do. And then that scene ends. And then the next scene is like an announcement that the Avengers movie is coming out yeah. in like the next year. Man, but that announcement of the Avengers is so cheesy. It was whatever. Like, it's like some, I mean, it's like if you remember Sam Raimi's uh, like early 2000s of sp- like Spider-Man trailers. Oh, yes. Where it's like, it's almost cartoony. 
and they're it even like it's too much cgi it's too much yeah. like cartoon too much everything and and you're just like whoa whoa guys like we get it like there's big hype around yeah. the avengers but like man it was just delivered like in this, like, like early 2000s yeah yeah it was and, uh, and this movie's not even that old you know it's not like spider-man which is like 2003 no, or 2004 this was, like, this was 2011 yeah so I, I don't know um overall i have uh i thought it was good change of heart i i wasn't bored during the movie that's good so that's that's a good sign um i hesitated to watch this movie so much everybody felix was like all right we're gonna do marvel that means we have to start out with like the first movie and i'm like what's the first movie Shout out, shout out to Tito for yes, con- almost Tito. convincing us. Tito kind of convinced us to do this. Yeah. So, Tito, if you're listening, we appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was like, the first one's Captain America. And I was like, fuck. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> you're like, we can only go up from here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it can only get better. But I don't know, because this is the next one, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Even I've never I've, even seen Captain Marvel. I have mixed mixed reviews on that i heard that it was bad and i was just like well i don't need to watch it yeah. but after re-watching this i have found that i semi do like captain america i like once again i like what he stands for i like that he is a good person yeah however when he's like around the avengers sometimes actually no 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 you know i i support him because then like when we get to civil war he is on the team of like, oh, we need to save Bucky. So, no, he's a great person, actually. Yeah. We've had a change of heart today. Yeah. I don't think Captain America is my least favorite Avenger. That's good. That's Yay, good. he's been bumped up on the scales. Maybe when this is all over, I'll rank my favorite Avengers. We'll do a ranking video yeah. or something. I don't know if it'll I don't know if I'll necessarily rank the films, but we can rank like how we feel about each Avenger, like our favorite Avengers. Guys, let Maybe. us know if you want us yeah. to do one or the other. Or yeah, for sure. Por que no los dos? Por que no los dos? Let us know, guys. Okay. And you can let us know on Instagram at the official podcast or on Facebook at the podcast. And make sure you follow us wherever you listen to podcasts as well, which could be Spotify. Apple Podcasts or Anchor. Anchor, Google. That's right. Anywhere. 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 Yeah. Um, Thanks for tuning in. We hope that you guys are as excited about going on this Marvel journey with us as we are. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.